What is this? What? Two <laughs> humans in a room together? That's right. We're throwing it together for Let's Talk Some Football. That's right. Perry Goldstein, how are you? Surprise. Welcome to the podcast room here at Cheesehead TV. Podcasting in the same room as another person feels so strange. It's so bizarre, right? It's so weird. <laughs> and yet it's probably going to come out sounding so much better because you're going to be able to like riff off each other. And like, I get to see your body language. You're just and... going to say like, no, you're wrong a hundred times. But other than that, it'll be fine. No, you're wrong. <laughs> You started already. It's not fair. How are you? It's so good to see you. I know. I'm happy to be here. I'm so thrilled you're here. I mean, we're a week away from camp. That's so weird. Which is crazy. <laughs> so weird. Packers will be on the practice field a week from tomorrow. We're recording this on tomorrow. Tuesday well, evening. Rookies report on Friday. They do indeed. So less than here a week. we go. Shareholders here on Monday. Here we go. I got invited to that this year for the first you're time. You're an owner now. Congratulations. Thank you. I have it <laughs> framed in my office. Do you? And what the tickets for the shareholders mean? No, no I'm my I'm actual right, you know right. ownership. <laughs> and uh you can tell a real football fan when I get on Zoom at work and they're like, Is that your Packers ownership on oh, the wall? And yeah. I'm like, Yes, it is. It is yes, it is. But I did save the invitation. I can't go. Obviously, right. I live here. I don't live in Did Wisconsin, you give your proxy but... vote online? <laughs> no, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I love it. Well, wait, so so like we're talking, camp is in the yeah. air. It's gonna be here very soon. Let's start 30,000 feet as far as okay. when you get there. You're going to be there for the joint practices, right? I will be there Saints Week. Saints Week. Mm-hmm. So obviously the thing that's weird is like when you're leading up to camp, it's if you're not there reading the daily updates, yeah. okay, this guy's doing well, this guy's not, and you're wishing you were there yes. and all this stuff. But is there a guy sitting here right now prior to anything happening in camp, given everything that's happened in the offseason, that you will kind of – not maybe not beeline to, but make a mark. Like you want to make sure you watch him, whether it's a, you know, a camp battle or somebody who maybe a young guy who's trying to make a name. Is there somebody that you're most interested in looking? There's so many. First off, (laughs) it's always Jair Alexander. Well, clearly. Second of all, the real answer. A real up and comer guy really (laughs) trying to like kind of make a name Um, for himself. Not my literal favorite player to. Yeah. Okay. Um, No, my real answer is, um, I said this on Packy Day, so I'm going to stick with it. Okay. Or I think it was when Andy came on our show. It was an Andy Herman conversation. (laughs) Um, So many are. Darnell Savage. Oh, that's interesting. I think this is like, this is the make or break year. You know what I mean? Like they picked up the fifth year option. That was actually debate whether they were going to do that or not. I never thought they wouldn't. I was just going to say, were you surprised (laughs) at that? No. I mean, no, he's a first round pick. Like you you don't take advantage of it. Yeah. Take the the extra year. But. The second contract on the line, yeah, I mean, right. this is this, this is, is the year. And he, you know, drafted the same year as Rashawn Gary, same round. Yep. And the trajectories have been very, very, very different. A little dissimilar. Very different. I will say, the thing with, I always kind of, kind of, maybe not hedge, but with Darnell Savage, I always feel like because he didn't make splash plays, like not the rate we maybe thought he would yeah coming into last season i always kind of get the feeling this is completely blaming myself here that i'm being harder on him and kind of casting his play in a light that it actually wasn't in yeah and i think the online kind of thing has fed into that because i read so many people saying what a disappointing right, year he had right, last year right. i don't think it i was. didn't i agree with you, you know I, I mean? i'm not as down right. on him i think that my perspective is are you going to make that leap? Right. Right. 
to be a player that the Packers are going to want to bring back. Member of your team, and I think that right. he is a core member of that starting right. secondary, right? right? That top five. Without him, where are they? Yeah, in well, the they safety got a big, room, got a big hole. But at the same time, and I'm sure we'll talk about that. <laughs> but at the same time, like there is some level of disappointment. He's an athletic freak. Yep. He was drafted in the first round. You want to see a little bit more. Yeah, and he's flashed. I, That's the thing is that I think if, if he hadn't flashed, oh, especially it would the year be before, done, right? Exactly, it would be like, right. all right, well, right, right. he isn't what we thought, but he yeah. does. And so there's these moments where you're like, oh my God, like look at what you can do. Yeah. And like, to be fair to him, he's ha- he's on his second defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, right? Like no he doubt. does have an interesting skill set. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I want to see what else they can like bring out in him. And it's not for nothing. He's playing against one of the best safeties in the league who right. like when Amos was with the bears, like lifted up that side. So I don't know. I, I just know. look at Eddie Jackson. Look how he's fallen off without Amos. Without Amos. Right. You know I mean? So right. I don't know. I just think that I think Darnell has so much potential still. Yeah. That's um, a really good. That's a really I good just one. Wanna, I just want it. I want to see it. And I don't know, like, has he, put on weight maybe yeah, is he right. faster like there's these all like these little tweaks that i feel like i hear players talk about that they like do in the, the off season, season. Right. so and it's it's a big year for him it's fun to watch like that first kind of blush of camp when the pads come on and the hitting starts so to speak i mean it's not real hitting still it's but at least there's a little bit of contact more than, what we've seen. More than yeah. the shorts and helmets that we've seen all yeah. off season no doubt um given that this is the first time we'll see a number of these younger, uh, especially offensive linemen. It, give let's 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 live in a world because this is my thing on this channel. Okay, we live in a world where David Bakhtiari is going to be fine. That's the world I live in too. So he's going to be there yeah. day one at camp. Yeah, yeah. I'm not talking week one. I'm talking day one at camp. Yeah. He's going to be fine. Right. Until someone says something else. Okay. That's the world I live in. Okay. So given that, that means we've got our left tackle locked down. Got to assume Runyon's there at left guard, sure. most likely, because sure. we don't think Elton's going to be ready for the start of the season. <laughs> so then you go center. You got Josh Myers. Then the right side. Yeah. Then question. it's the right side, and there's a lot of questions, and there's a lot of youth. Right. Um, clearly, you got Newman, who had a, a plenty of playing time last year, no doubt. But I don't know if he just automatically steps back into that role. Where Where do you think? Where do you see <laughs> if there's a young guy or a rookie or? maybe not a surprise, but if there's like a guy or two that you think, okay, this is a guy I'm interested in. Does he kind of solidify his spot? Does he make a flash? Whatever. Is is there anybody there that you think, yeah, that that could be, that could, that guy could be a player or somebody I have my eye on. Um, So I'm going to caveat this by saying of all the positions, offensive line is not my um, expertise. (laughs) Your forte, right? Expertise. But I think, Royce gets the nod with the ones as a, you Not know, a respect. You, right? like you right. were our starter. So this yeah. is where we're going to start this baseline. Let's right. talk. Let's call that baseline. I'm done with that. Is it up for grabs? A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. Like no one sitting here, I think saying like Royce Newman has it on lock. Right. 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 So I don't know. I mean, Packers always go into the season with like, 12 to 14 offensive linemen in camp and then a couple that make it on the practice squad and some get cut. So there's always surprises. I think, I mean, everyone's talking about Rashid Walker, right. As the steal Mm. of the draft. So he's still a rookie, right. You don't know. And then we're talking about Zach Tom. And I think the Packers are so good 
at scouting I mean, you linemen. Can't, you can't look at their track record that, and think anything else. Right. So right? you have to think, okay, these rookies for sure have a shot. I mean, mm. we've had rookies starting for years as far back as I can remember. Right. And neither of those spots are locked. Elton Jenkins is still hurt. Can Yash kick over to right tackle from left? I don't I don't know. I, I mean, to. he's gonna try. I think he's gonna There's no have Billy to. Turner. I'm actually of the mindset that if they're gonna bring in a vet. It'll be a tackle. It's going to be a tackle, right? Because I mean, they don't have Akin their, to what they did last year. Right. You know? Or in the season before. Right. Right. Absolutely. So there's always that possibility. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, let, I don't I, know. I'll tell you what. I, I love Sean Ryan. The 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 kid out of was it UCLA. Yeah. I do think. I don't know enough about him they, to have commented on They know. I, they, they are famous for, as you said, how good they've been with these linemen. Uh, they're known for they draft the tackle, they kick him inside. And I know he right. played mostly guard throughout the off season. But I got to think you're talking about right tackle and you're talking about, okay, do you trust Yash out there? Like, yes, he gave you everything at left tackle. Yeah, but you're flipping everything. But that's literally all he's played. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he's played a down or two, but it's like, that's been his position. You talk to any lineman, whether it's, uh, you know, my buddy Foss, who used to play for the Broncos. You talk to Jeff Schwartz, who used to play for the Giants among other teams. They all tell you that, like, we on the outside all talk about, oh, they can, they can flip. As, like, it's not no, that easy. Yeah. And it doesn't – like, maybe, yeah, Mike you can Wong try it. Mike had a great, a great bit Mike. on that Mike's when he great. was on with Andy. Yeah. yeah Mike's yeah. great. But that's the thing. It's like it's not automatic. But with, with Sean Ryan, he's played there. Yeah. And he's played at a pretty damn high level at yeah. a high, you know, big school. And I just think that – maybe I wouldn't call it desperation, but I do think the <laughs> moment will call for, okay, let's see if this kid can sure. handle it. In the, in the pros. I don't know? think starting a rookie is desperation. I think that's just good drafting. Well, well you would hope. Um, <laughs> right? you would absolutely. I will say, I think that there comes a time, like I just said, the Packers are good at drafting linemen. And I think there gets to a point where you're looking at your Jake Hansons, your Cole Van Lannings, right. that group of players, where at some point you're just saying, like, this isn't it, right? Like, yeah. you've been in the system for a couple of seasons. And if we're not seeing it, we're it's not seeing time. it, it's and we're time. drafting two to three linemen every thing. single year. If you've drafted this many guys right. year Which after means year. You gotta gotta make that churn. We might happen. not think that our guys from last year or two years ago are gonna be able to step into that role, or they're just depth. Or it's just you straight up competition, too. You never right. know. I mean, here's the other thing is you talk about the O-line, like guys surprise all the time. Of course. And you you mentioned the seventh round pick. I mean Packers literally started Mark Tauscher as a seventh round pick back in the day. No one saw that coming. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you never know who's so gonna jump up. I have up. to say, I actually, as soon as guys are drafted, right, I kind of throw away a draft round. Sure, you're not gonna That's compare smart. a That's first smart. round pick and a seventh round pick, right? right? There's just like a complete separation and mm-hmm. just like readiness for the NFL. Right. But to me, you come in kind of at an even playing field at camp is because about you. This. Yeah. If a seventh round pick is going to outplay a third round pick, like who cares at that point? I mean, other right? than the bean counters, but yeah, right. No, I'm sure. with you. Doesn't matter. That Matt's quote is: "Doesn't matter how you got here; it matters what you do once you're here." Right. Lafleur said it best, and that's it. Right. That's, to your point, that's perfect. So, and it's possible. Right. You know, and I, the Packers hit on their sixth round offensive yeah, linemen. That's what they do all the time. That's what they so, do. I don't know. So, what do you expect to see in preseason? Are you thinking? Uh, let's start at quarterback. Do we think Jordan Love gets like 90% of the snaps again, or because of the debacle of week one last year and the fact that Rodgers and the starters didn't play? I mean, it was pretty ugly. So does that mean we see more Rodgers and does that hinder Jordan and with his time on the field? 
I'm so over this debate. Um, <laughs> it's not a debate. I'm asking your no, opinion. No, I mean, I mean, I, I have no mean, debate. Like, this the... is no ESPN here. There is. I'm not embracing. I debate. didn't mean that. I'm asking I just, you a know genuine what I mean. question. Like, I just like the hindering the Jordan love and what to do with him. I'm just like, I don't fucking know. Like, I don't, like, I just, at this point, like, right. At this point, there are so many paths he can go down now. And time, especially this year, time this is, is dwindling. The one. Like time is yeah. just dwindling. And look, year three around this camp and this preseason was the year where people were like, Rogers might have it, be it. Might be right? He so, looked better because he'd been so poor the first two summers. And then the third summer, it was like, well, wait a second, something clicks. There's something there, right. and Aaron himself admitted this. Right? You know, so like, I have not written Jordan Love off. Right. I think what I think about is like, let me answer your question first. <laughs> <laughs> I think by all means, Rogers has said notoriously time and time again, like mm. I don't need to throw out football in the off season right. to be ready for Week One. Um, I don't know what happened last year, the Saints game. I kind of think of it as anomaly because the right. season before Rodgers didn't really participate much, right, either, right. and they were fine yeah. in the beginning of the season. True. So True. I think they go with getting Jordan as many snaps as possible because like we just said, like this is this is it. Like this there you can't hold him for four no, seasons without can't. doing something yeah. with him. And well, especially if I mean you start talking about having to make a decision on this fifth year option. Right, like his salary becomes twenty million I, plus guaranteed. Every every single snap for him is important. Yeah, it's true. So I hope he gets as much as possible. I also think yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see does he develop a relationship with some of the newer wide receivers? Like there, there's well, that's so the other much and that's kind available of available. That was him. literally where I was gonna what I was gonna ask about next, as far as the debate. Forgive me. Uh, about like, like the, the importance of getting Rodgers on the field in the preseason. The fact that he is going to be working with a lot of guys he has never worked with before. He'll get on in preseason games. Rodgers always to, does a, bit, a series you know? or two, yeah. right? Like he'll, yeah. he'll have to. Um, I also think to use his quote, <laughs> a lot of potential, not a lot, uh, of, yes. production. Not a lot of production. Well, well there's well. not going to be a lot of production if Aaron Rodgers isn't out there throwing them the ball. I mean, Right. Right. So there has to be a balance. That's, I mean, poor Matt. I mean, Matt LaFleur's got to juggle all this oh, and like yeah, figure poor out. Matt. Okay, I'm relax. His coach. Actually, I will say, I will say, not poor Matt for much longer because you got to think they're going to have some kind of extension worked up so for Matt I this offseason. I was off thinking about that. There's no way they go into this year as a, with he and Goody as lame ducks. No chance. No, I mean, there's no question that both no of doubt. them are coming back. There's yep. not one. Oh, they'll get extension. But they'll get extension. I I, I always no forget about the front office extensions. Like those guys' yeah, jobs aren't important. secure either. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty important. Um, I mean, this is kind of important to work with a contract. Okay, let's talk about security. the wide receivers. Because all right, here it comes. Here we go. No, I'm mm-hmm. Um, I mean, look, I get inundated with questions on Packers Daily and any avenue of social media about not just like the wide receiver group, but who's going to be wide receiver one, which mm-hmm. feels like such a fantasy football question. It is. I kind of hate it mm-hmm. because, especially because the answer is like, it depends on the week. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a opponent that plays a lot of man coverage, I'm suspecting you're going to be utilizing Alan Lazard in his goon role, which right. we have seen him right. as an expert in Same these last three or four years, as opposed to if they're playing zone, I'm probably utilizing, Allen in a little bit more kind of isolated, let him work the field, let him sit down, etc. 
because I think Sammy Watkins, it's so the it's weird how people have kind of dismissed the idea that he could be really fucking productive in this scheme yeah. with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football. Yeah. But both of those things are true. Right. Like I, he didn't, I understand that he was disappointing in, in Baltimore. And I understand that like, you know, you, scheme you haven't fit, seen a lot from him. Is so real. For so, I mean, exponentially. So, yeah. Especially if you, I mean, and let's be real: Is Baltimore a no, very pass-heavy no, offense? Like, no, no exactly, exactly. Yeah. My thing is, is think of all the plays through the last like three, four years since Matt's been in town, right? Think of all the plays where they've had a guy isolated on the backside, where they have trips or quads or whatever going on on one side. Usually, just Rogers right, right, and then they have someone backside, right, soloed up. You put Sammy Watkins on that yeah. solo side, he can make hay, yeah. He can like he can cook whoever's across from him most likely. I'm actually not worried about Sammy Watkins being productive at all. I'm what my question is is like how healthy is he's going to stay? Can he stay that, on the that, field? That's it. Yeah, like yeah. this isn't a question. And again, so are the Packers going to have a wide receiver one? No, and Probably I also not. think that's fine. Yeah, like I totally agree. I think if you're getting production from Al Lazard, Cobb, Watkins, mm. Aaron Jones. Yes. If you get increase any kind of marginal increase out of Amari Rogers and Josiah DeGuara, right. you get any kind of contribution out of Christian Watson. Yep. And you have AJ Dillon. I mean, I just you're listed cooking. so many players and your top three. Yeah. Let's say Cobb Watkins and Maggie and I have this conversation all the time on podcast. So if you're a right. Pax What She Said listener, I'm I'm sorry this is repetitive. And if you haven't listened to Pax What She Said, you are wasting <laughs> your life as a Packers fan. You gotta do it. Um you you get Three receivers, let's say, right. throwing a tight end in there, five to six hundred yards a piece, yeah. six to eight touchdowns, let's say, each. That's pretty damn productive. That's pretty damn productive, <laughs> but it's not a wide receiver one. No. And right. people exactly. some for some reason have a problem with that. And my my offseason bit, mm. I will say this season is right. you're filling this Devontae Adams hole by committee. Yes. No single player is going. No, no, no single player. Couldn't there is more. not a single player you not. could have drafted, no. a single player you could have brought in in free agency nope. that is going to fill Devontae Adams' shoes. That is the best wide receiver in the league. Quote me on that. Yeah. So it's by committee. So you get more production out of Aaron Jones. You get more production out of A.J. Dillon. You get more production out of all your wide receivers. You disperse the ball around. Mm -hmm. Right, you Which do they've a, done when they when he's been not missing Devonte, and you past. get Matt Lafleur right. doing what he does, which is getting guys open by design. Right, and you have Aaron Rodgers throwing them the ball. I think they're going to be fine. <laughs> here's my here's my worst fear. Okay, tell I, me. I always talk about how I don't worry about the Packers. I don't worry about my children. But I will admit here right now to you, Perry, and the viewers. Oh my gosh, the you know the back dark recesses of my mind. Yeah flash you know forward to say week nine sure right and the packers are really struggling on offense and aaron Rodgers just won't let it rip because he doesn't trust any of these guys because he hasn't played with them and the, yeah. or, and or they can't get open against man coverage yeah. teams know this they've adjusted all they do is play too high so the packers have to run the ball and the teams where they can run against their front four they're fine like this is like the Rams when they game. can't exactly yeah. so and then <laughs> like they, i'm picturing jalen ramsey and aaron donald so it's like I just I'm I'm living in a in in this kind of dark recess where I just know there's like a rogue Bears fan or Vikings fan out there who's clipped every Packers content creator throughout the offseason saying they're gonna be fine on offense. They're gonna be fine. Like Derek Carr is gonna draw up the thing from NFL Network where I'm like, no, like the Packers, 
like they don't need a matchup. They're going to be fine spreading the ball around, which I truly believe. I mean, what do you want us to say though? Right. Do no, you I want us it. to I say they're due? I mean, like what? Like, well, they they want you to be realistic, Perry. I am realistic. No, I. Know. I just said I don't but think there's the, going to be a wider receiver I know, that but has you an still a thousand think, yard season. But you still think they're going to be fine? Which is like okay. I'm there not, are. I'm not, not even talking about Bears and Vikings fans now. There are like Packers fans who think, oh, they're going to be terrible on offense because they don't have. They traded Devontae and they didn't. They haven't brought in Julio Jones. They haven't have brought you, in a one wheeled OBJ. Did you watch Julio oh, Jones I most certainly year? did. I don't want that on the yeah, team. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm with you. Um, look, <laughs> fine is not good. Fine is not 2020 best offense in the league, right? right. Fine is they're going to be productive and they in are going to the... have oh, yes. a defense yes. that is going to keep them yes. in games. Preach it. And hopefully now they're going to have a special teams that doesn't no, lose no, no, them no, no, games. Yeah, I so I was really hyped there sorry. for a second. But they are going <laughs> to have the back-to-back MVP I'm with you. seeing the field Talk about it seeing the field the way only probably like he and Tom Brady can see the field right, right. like you have a brain at the like like right. there, there's I think okay. there's some things that people don't talk about right right, right. and that's like Aaron Rodgers football IQ right? like insane. he's gonna know what these guys can do what they can't sure right. We can nitpick the throws that he doesn't make, but right. I'm sorry. I'm actually always going to revert back to Aaron, probably, Aaron Rodgers probably saw something we didn't on yep. the field. More often than not. More often than not. Yeah. Right? So I think he's going to find his moments. And again, Matt LaFleur's thing is scheming guys open. You don't have to be a master separator. You <laughs> like that? Separator. A master That's separator. Good. That's good. We had one, which was yeah, we incredible. Did. We did. I'm gonna, We've had a few. I really, really am gonna hate watching play on the oh Raiders. Like I'm really, really, I'm not actually not over it. Like it's, so. Also, it's so hard to see him in that fucking Raiders. I hate it every Take time. Take that also with like everything I'm saying. I hate it. I, I wanted know, them to resign Devonte Adams, right? Like this, but you have to look at what they have, and like they're not without weapons. They're not the no. Bears, <laughs> no, who have literally zero weapons. Oh like, my gosh. Well, okay. I think Mooney's a player, but outside of that, you're probably right. All right, like, Nikhil Harry. And then they really yeah, traded for on. that guy. I mean, that's um, amazing to me. And the other thing I'll say about the offense is I think this whole narr- narrative around like this, like, oh, they're not going to be like a power run team. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, first of all, malvler has been using power run concepts the entire time he's Since been in he's Green Bay. In the door. So right. this isn't new. Why do you think they drafted AJ Dillon? Like right. this isn't like, this wasn't in preparation for them losing Devonta <laughs> Adams either. Right. right. And two, like, so what? Exactly. <laughs> like, so what right, if they right. have both their backs on the field at the same time? Get God, please, yes. first of all, I love Pony Package. If you follow me on Twitter, you know how much I love Pony, Pony. Package. And second of 100%, all, you no want all of your playmaker, as many playmakers as physically possible on the field at the same time. And so right? this season, it, both your backs are going to be those guys. So sh- if Packers win games, by it doesn't matter how they power do it. scheme yep. and mesh yeah. and you know an occasional bomb to Sammy Watkins like okay let's go I don't I don't, like okay sign me up right I don't <laughs> I don't it's somehow become this like I know and then the people think of this as like oh well if they're power run that means like well you have Aaron Rodgers or you're not three yards in a cloud of dust power like run doesn't Rogers. mean you don't by, throw the ball by the way like just running the ball in general whether it's power whether it's zone whatever you're doing is only going to help your quarterback and this is the thing that has driven me nuts since Matt's been in town because it's like clear 
they have the ability to do these things. And I know last year you can't really look at that too much because of the problems they had up front health-wise right, right, on right. the offensive line. But what they were still able to do with With those, it is yeah, incredible. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. It's like leaning into the running game. And I know everyone makes fun of me, especially during the games. Like if they run, if they call, God forbid they call a run and they get like two yards, my immediately my Twitter blows up with like, oh, there you go, Nagler. They tried to run the ball just like you yeah, want. But if you don't like, run the ball, then you're not making the defense move around and the it's field just, for you. That's the thing. And it's like, it's like it only helps your yeah. quarterback in your passing game. Right. It only does. Yeah, because you gotta bait you, you got look, you got you gotta bait the guys down. You can't have them be sitting back so that Aaron Rodgers can't throw more than 10 yards. And and you talk about the guys up front, like they want to fire off their stance every once in a while. I mean, you get the guys dropping back 50 times a game. Yeah, also you T- talk to TJ Lang about that. He's got some fun hurt. things to say. I don't know. I, I agree with you. You you're not gonna win if you don't have balance. I mean, it doesn't – and, like, look, I don't think they're ever going to be a 50-50 team, right? Like, no, you have just with Aaron Rodgers, it's never going to happen, especially when Aaron's at the line of scrimmage and he can see what he sees, like yeah. you're talking about. He sees it all, but right? But having he both knows running all. backs on the field also doesn't mean they're about to run the about ball. About to run the ball. They could do anything with that. And there's a great play that both they ran. backs catch the ball well. Exactly. There was a play they ran two years ago. This is, I'm, this is hyper nerd. Okay. So two me. years ago, they were in the red zone, and they had, but they, they had Pony. Game? I think it was – it was at home. It was at Lambeau. Okay. I'm, looking, I'm trying to. I You're see the it? picture of okay. the coach's tape in my mind. But all okay. I remember is that Aaron Jones. I think it was against Minnesota. Okay. No, 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 Detroit. Well, anyway, it was, I think it was. I think it was divisional. But so on this play, Aaron Jones. They they basically split out of the backfield, right? And yeah. Aaron Jones goes to the right and is in the flat, and that's where the ball ends up going. Right. But on the backside, yeah. AJ Dillon runs a wheel route. He is screaming wide open. Yeah. 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 For it would have been a touchdown. And right. I'm like, can we can we can we run that again? I've been begging I mean, Matt to run that for two years. There's nothing Packers fans love more than a wheel route. I love so it goes back to my Dorsey Levens up right. the right sideline. Yeah, I mean, I, I just it. think there's there's a lot of things you can do because the Packers have players that are multidimensional. And yes, the versatility. Right. No and so I don't know. I think it's fun. They brought in a young creative head coach. Like, let's see what Matt has see what he's got, right? cooked up because so far <laughs> like an old television movie, like. Let's see what the kid's got. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's got. the kid, he's like, yeah. Um, he's younger than me. I mean, the first he, Packers head coach, younger than me. I get to call him a kid. Yeah, he, he is. Well, I get I get no perks in this job. That's um, one of them. I don't know. Yeah. I So, yeah, I mean, taking it back to camp. Right. Let's. They're not going to show us no, everything. No. But I think some but, of the personnel groupings will be interesting. They will be. And, you know, they drafted three rookie wide receivers. And I'd be lying if like, I said I can't wait to see them. Who's getting in the mix? Right. Who's being utilized? How are they being yeah. utilized? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the stuff. I, I have never reacted. <laughs> I mean, never reacted to a player getting drafted like I did to Christian Watson getting drafted. Like, I'm almost <laughs> positive my downstairs neighbors oh. were like... What well, we have, a, like, we have a was, video on the YouTube channel about like how everyone on the draft stream yeah. freaked out. I yeah. was, I mean, he's so perfect for this team. He's Agreed. so perfect for this team. Totally agree. And my expectations are tempered. You, okay, you want for his rookie you want year. realistic. Yeah. For his rookie um, year, I agree. My yeah. expectations are tempered. You yeah. just want something. You just yep. want a glimpse of it. Yep. And you want him to be a chess piece. Yeah, and especially with that, the athleticism, right. the size, the size. Speed. Oh my god! Bring it. So, Bring it. and then he's got a couple of years to see to see what yeah. else he's got, but I can't wait to see him in person. Well, okay, we've talked a lot about the offense. 
What about the defense? How geeked are you for this defense? How like through the roof? I mean, defense. Like, look, I obviously have Aaron Rodgers. I'm a defense girl. Uh Like, I cannot wait. I cannot, cannot wait. You've been since we met. This, if people don't know, I I met Perry what like three or four years ago. How long has it been now? Fall 2019. So, in the time I've known you, this all she corner play (laughs) is like her jam in like every sense of the word. And I just remember thinking like, I don't think I've ever met someone so dialed in. Yeah. Uh, Not just the defensive side, but like corners in particular. Yeah, I love me some defensive backs. And now we've got three really good ones. Really good. That's pretty exciting. I I had a debate actually with Andy Herman the other night because he tweeted a poll and it was like, He's tweeting those polls. Yeah, he, Good Lord. He loves to rile them yeah. up, baby. <laughs> but it was, you know, who's who's the better backfield at this point? Okay. 2010 or 2022? And Ooh, the answer uh, is obviously 2010, right? Because we haven't seen 2022. Right. But I don't know. 2022 has some serious some ceiling. Potential. Yeah, I mean. Potential. And I don't want the Packers to move Jair around like they did with Woodson. I do. 100%. Uh, Andy and I talked about this right. months ago. Like, I think when you have someone who can lock down literally an entire half of the field, I get it's that. hard to imagine. I get that. But, but, Rasul and Stokes kind of locked it down last season. So Without Jair. Can, so you can do a little bit of that move around. And uh, I, I just think Jair still hasn't, like, reached That's 100. what's crazy, right? right. Like, that's everyone, crazy. He, just, he has more. I think he, and this is my thing. Okay. And I understand Andy's thing was worrying his about size. his size, yes. playing inside his durability, the run game, etc. Yep. I get all that. He's, but if you're utilizing him, like, okay, one thing is who you're playing. Like, what is the offense doing? What is the, if they have a number one wide receiver that you need right. to make sure is on lock? Well, if they kick him inside, like the Packers did that with Devontae like, for years. With the Vikings, you're you're gonna have if Justin Jefferson's Justin out Jefferson. there, you want him on yeah. there. Yeah. And here's the thing is I know they'll have some plays where that happens, but they'll definitely have plays where it doesn't. And I will fucking throw Packer Man and destroy him. Only, like it's going to happen. I mean, sure, like if you're if you're doing zone and you've got like Stokes and Amos, even over when they the go top. but even when they go man, even when they go like some match man stuff, like it'll end up where they have Jair outside because that's the call and they'll move Justin Jefferson inside. Yeah. And we'll have to watch him do whatever he does. And yeah, I'm going to hate yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm with I you. Mean, I've, he's a good like, player. Make him live. Yeah, he gets paid too. And he's yeah. one of the best young players in the league. I get that. But I'm uh, my thing with Jair is and moving him around is like the same reason and things they did with Woodson. Don't forget, Woodson won defensive player of the year that year. You know, it's like his ability to affect the game from that position. And he's a tough bitch man he'll yeah. put his nose i was in there. about to say jair's a dog he like why do you think his shoulder got hurt i mean last he year? is not afraid and right. i just i understand the trepidation about the size but man you use him on blitz packages okay, you get him after not... the quarterback in pa- passing situations yeah, yeah. come on he, so here, in on that here are my things with jair first of all he's actually not uh, that much smaller than woodson no it's like two right. inches yeah. and maybe like 15 pounds yeah so Sure. Which can be a significant right, amount right, right, right. in the NFL. Sure. I get right. that. Right. Sure. I mean, do I want Jair one-on-one with like a Travis Kelsey size guy? <laughs> right. No. Probably not. No. Right. Do I think he can win Take him? in that Absolutely. situation? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I just think Jair, Jair is a unique intellectual football guy, right? That's so good. That's good. 
I think the way he sees the game, he always puts himself in positions to make plays. Yes. So if you keep him, even only, if it's not in the call, right? <laughs> yes, we've seen. I a mean, the blitz, the blitz on Kirk in Cousins was a perfect exactly. example of him just yep. being like, "Well, I just knew I was going to win. I wouldn't have done that if I didn't think I knew right. I was going to do it." Right. But for me, you keep him at boundary. He's going to excel. He's already been voted, no. you know, second team All Pro. Should have been first. Should have been first team. I agree, but. If you allow him to use his skill sets across the entire field, yeah. who knows what he sees in those positions because you haven't played him there that is yet. That's such a good point. That is such a good point. You know, like Using I Using his intellect right, across the field. I just think That's like really what good. if you put him in the slot and all of a sudden and he, he recognizes sees something, something either pre-snap, post-snap right. from the motion, what have you, it's, personnel groupings, leverage, like right. That's so good. And I think you can do that now because you have an entire season of proof that Stokes and Rasul are going to hold it down. Yeah. So I'm not saying move him around, you know, maybe as much as they did with Woodson. I'm not saying move him around like they're doing with Jalen Ramsey because Ramsey is a very, very, very special player. Yeah. But but so is Jair. I think be a little more creative with Jair. Yeah, and I think we saw a glimpse of it, a real small glimpse of it in the playoff game. You know, he was obviously oh, on a pitch count, yeah. but he played inside a number of times. He he took manned up either tight ends or right. uh, slot guys and did a pretty damn good job considering he hadn't played in months. Yeah. Um, and I do think we'll see more of that. The other thing I'll say is you're getting a secondary now that proved itself last season but is going to be, be behind a very dominant front seven now. That is the hope and dream. And no doubt. it's going to change what they're able to do again because yes. you're what not – going to call, you know, right. probably. You are going to get, hopefully, more pocket pushing. Yeah. You're going to get, hopefully, two very, very, very dominant inside linebackers who are going to close gaps more. I mean... Well, Quay Walker, I mean, the speed... I was watching... I went back, I was getting ready to preview the inside back... or the linebackers group in general today for Packers Daily. And I went back last night and I was watching the college football championship. Holy mother, Mary of God. I forgot how he was just, like, leaping out of the television with the speed and the athleticism and everything. And he had a game high eight tackles and he's just, he probably could have had 20 more. He's so over. I think it's so interesting. Like looking at the defenders that came out of that Georgia team, yeah. because when you're playing on a team where everyone around you is dominant, it almost brings down each individual level of dominance. Right. Right. Because it's like everybody's at that level, but now we're going to see them all separated out. Right. And so, it's going to be interesting, like who rises. kind of grows yeah, out yeah, yeah, yeah. of that opportunity. Well, and there's so much. To, so I mean, much, there's so, so many. I'm just saying, like every place they go, you right? almost can't tell yeah. how good each individual player. Well, is. that was my thing. I was like, I didn't remember it watching because I watched it live, but I didn't remember him popping the way he You're did. Also talking but about what, every other player. Exactly, right? so good. Yeah. But when you zero in and just watch him yeah. for every play, yeah. I'm like, holy yeah. mother, Mary of God, yeah. he is so explosive. And to pair him with Devondre, because here's the thing. Here's what's crazy. is As great as Devondre was last year, and he was great with a capital G, he still got taken advantage of in coverage a few times. Like, he still had a couple of matchup problems. He's still human, you know? He's not a coverage linebacker. No, but here's the thing. Now you put Quay in there, and you talk about how he's probably never coming off the field once he gets the speed of the game and the assignments. I mean, Chris will still have a place. But, my God, the... 
the combination yeah. of those two is so, so exciting. I think like the secondary, I mean, my idealized obviously right. version, like the, I shouldn't say idealized, the best case scenario right. of what this defense can do mm-hmm. is the secondary is going to have a really easy job. <laughs> right. Right. And you're going to have gonna be feasting guys, on, hopefully, right, who right. can just make plays on the ball. Yeah. Eyes on the ball. Right. See ball, get ball. I mean, Sewell already did that. Yep. And Jair, that's pretty much the only thing that you can knock about his game, which is a... He's dropped a few interceptions. He's dropped a but few But he's been in position to make the play. Right. And he always he's, does make the play. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll say it every time. Ball, I'll take a pass breakup over a catch any day. Don't thousand care. Percent. And, no you know, Stokes, again, like ball skills is the one thing that... The crazy thing about Stokes is like, think about the fact that that was not the plan last year. Like the, the plan no. was not to get him out there and play as much as he did, but that happened. And now he's going into year two with all these banked reps, yeah. live reps under his belt. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. I mean, I think the fact that he was taken as a project, I mean, Somewhat. he was, a, yeah. he was not, it was not like planned to start him right away. No, and he didn't start. He right was, away. he was a mini project, yeah. not a Rashawn project, no, but a no. mini project. Yeah, sure. And, had to be out action. there and end up being yeah. one of the best cornerbacks in the league last no doubt. season. No and question. the best rookie cornerback. Oh, yeah. The I best. don't think there's any question there. That, like, statistically. Yeah. No so, doubt. yeah, I mean, I agree. He's already, like, ahead of the curve in terms of his development. Oh, it's exciting. And I can talk about this. They forever, finally, they finally got Kenny Clark some help. Oh, my God. Got, <laughs> that was the first thing I thought. <laughs> got Kenny Clark some help. Yeah, Very how do you excited. feel? I, I actually want to know, like, how do you feel about Wyatt? Oh, my God. Um, I will say, I don't think he's going to wow anyone with, um, you know, like taking on like two gapping or taking on double teams or things that you think of right. traditionally at the defensive tackle spot. But I think people are going to lose their mind with how disruptive this kid is going to be. Sure. And that's something where, especially, I mean, I know definitely under Petten, they've tried to go big, bigger. Um, and now they've clearly gone maybe not smaller, but they've gone, they're going to do a little bit more up front where I think they're going to try and penetrate a little bit more. And his quick first step. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. I mean, he's also a big boy. He's huge, but no man that large should move that quickly. I know him and Jordan in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So yeah, you think about the plays where Kenny has done that, Like he did a number of times last year where, you know, times the snap of the ball, watches the snap, whatever. And he's across the line before whoever's across from him can even raise his head and get ready. Um, yeah, Wyatt has a potential, and that's all it is right, right now. Of course. But the potential to be so disruptive mm. that, to your point, like quarterbacks are going to have to get the ball out of their hands real quick, and yeah. the secondary hopefully has you know ample opportunity to get their hand on. I mean, the secondary has the vision in order to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that Devon, is it Devontae or Devonta? Devante, Devante, I believe. Okay, Spelled you. differently than our former wide yes. receiver, but um, same pronunciation. I, believe. I, I think that what's going to happen, and I hope he gets the credit for this, right. is that Kenny Clark is just going to ball out yes. for having him next to him. Yes. And that won't still and show Sean up. And Reed. I think both of them yeah. are going to help like, in that regard. won't still show up on the stat sheet. No, and, and he won't get the credit. He won't you get the that. credit that he deserves besides right. like by, you know, the, the, the football nerds. But Kenny, yeah. what he's going to be able to do, what he's going to open up yes. for Kenny. Totally agree. And I think about getting Clark as just like, this is what, his sixth or seventh season? He's the same age as me. He's actually younger than me. 
He's 27. That's 26, 27. He's been in the 20, league yeah. for six, Thank seven you, years. Thank you, Ted Thompson. Like, he, again, I, I don't know why I keep going back to all the football knowledge in this show, but like what it's he true, knows so to true. do, and yes. now he has the help. I mean, I look, when Corey Lindsley left in free agency, I had an interview with him on his, basically on his way out the door right. for Packers Daily. And he said, like, no question, the hardest dude to, to block in his career was Kenny Clark in practice. That's so funny. Because Kenny's working on everything and trying right. to, like, put it all together and use everything he knows. And Corey said, like, I, I don't think people understand, like, and I'm not blowing smoke up a former right, teammate, right. whatever. He's like, I couldn't block him. Yeah. And I can block pretty much most Anyone? people in this league. Yeah. I can't block Kenny one-on-one. Yeah. And that's what's so exciting because the one-on-one -on -one possibilities yeah. are hopefully finally going to materialize in a significant way because clearly he's had one-on-ones. Yeah. He wins a lot of them. He has a lot but of now teams too. finally possibly maybe. Yeah. And also the other thing is like hopefully having this rotation allows them to give Kenny a little blow in the Break. middle of the game yeah. so he can come in in the fourth quarter and just lay waste. And you're thinking about longevity for him as well. Uh, that is I think another thing. You know you and I talked about this a little bit pre-show and it's obviously something everyone on Twitter is talking about is right. like this whole like edge three. And like my response to that is a, maybe someone will step up. Maybe they'll sign someone, right. but I think your edge three is Kenny Clark. That's really good. I just think like you, you're getting him help. They've moved him around. Let's talk I about his pressures and his pocket pushing He's ability. So, like he slimmed I, down so much too. It's crazy. I haven't to me. seen him. I'm oh my God. I, he, uh, yeah, he's lost some way. I joked. I said, I asked him, I said, do they ask you to play safety? What's going on? Yeah, there? Like, yeah. He looks so yeah. trim. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Kenny Clark can sack the quarterback. No doubt. Kenny well, Clark can create pressure. And don't forget Quay Walker. Quay Walker played outside at oh. Georgia at times. You know, you can move him around. Yeah. So, so again, do maybe sending this waves edge three. I'm actually just it. thinking about this on the spot. Right. Um, maybe this edge three is another situation where it's like, Phil's there's no wide role by committee one. exactly right like maybe yep. again it's kenny maybe it's quay maybe yeah. it's a um i think you know, jonathan garvin will have something to say yeah, about maybe it. he played okay maybe the year. third you know somebody gets that opportunity to to Jumps rise up, up rookie, that, which would be amazing Barre maybe makes right? a case for himself uh, you never know. maybe you get more db blitzes there you go now now you're talking joe barry now we're talking well you see what's well, funny you mentioned that because if you go back and watch the steelers game last year uh, especially if you watch the coaches tape, you see they started getting they pretty sneaking. complex. Yeah. They were starting to do stuff. And then Jair got hurt. Yeah. And then Joe like pretty much scrapped all that for the rest mm -hmm. of the year because Sucks. it was like, well, okay, I don't, I can't hold up back and the way I could if Jair's out there. So then it's like, okay, shut all that down. But now John Money's back. Talk to me about it. We'll see. Yeah, maybe, that, maybe that opens things up a little bit I love in that regard. Blitz. But yeah, I mean, I think the point is that, like, again, the players are there. Right. What they do with them. And I almost think that that rotational type of play is so much harder for offenses to plan for. A billion percent. So no why doubt. not? You don't know what's out there. You don't know what's coming. You don't know what their tendencies are, yeah. hopefully. And, and you have Rashawn Gary. Because, <laughs> like, I, I, and, you you know, Bain. and then you just you have, have Bane on Gary the other end. So you're about. all good. So, yeah, who no is doubt. finally also getting the recognition that he deserves in terms of. All I know is he better continue to wreck it. Like, he cannot have just arrived. You know what okay. I mean? Like, he's got to continue to oh, ascend. Please. And I think he will, but, you know, he is so good and he has the potential yeah. to be great. There I mean, is no great. one that I am more certain 
right. will continue to rise right. solely based on work ethic. Right. Like, yeah, I feel you. He is going to get better because he works his ass off. Yeah, he does. He was the only starter at optional camp. Yeah. At because, the end there, yeah, definitely. Because he, he, A, knows what it means for his play. He knows that he needs to elevate everybody around him. Like, Truly, yeah. He is going to be so good. Oh, God. Got me all excited. I got me all excited now. Good. All right, we've been talking for a long time. Uh, I won't bore you with special teams questions because, you know what? I live in a world where the special teams, Rich Pisaccia, solved. That's it. Yeah. Sure, let's go with that. Here we all I know is like all I want to see is more special teams practice. I, I know that sounds counterintuitive. Yes, because I want finally for the first time in decades in Green Bay for the adage, the old coaching adage, you get what you emphasize. Well, let's get some competent special teams play by emphasizing it in practice. Hmm. Okay, final question for you then. Yes. What is your stance on starters playing on special teams? I'm all for it. Everyone they, has a different answer. They're playing football. Let them play football. William Henderson started on special teams. Great yeah. player. Starter. Yeah. Do it. And I know it sucks that A.J. Dillon got hurt in that playoff game. Yeah. No question about it. I don't it's just. Yeah, he could have got hurt on the very next play. Yeah. Like, no. If you are, if you can contribute, make the team better on teams, do it. I yeah. Mark Tauscher was on the pod earlier this offseason, and he opened my eyes. Because I was very much, Andy and I used to talk all the time, but I just want competence. And Mark was like, no, that's the attitude that has gotten Green Bay where they are. Mm. They need guys to view special teams as an opportunity to win the game, not to just hold serve, not to just not mess it up. You can go make a play and win the game. You mean like Al Harris in the 1996 championship game? That's a very good, very good. I just watched that game, like so. It. Um, but like, yeah, no, I want you real. to go make a play. Like, I want you to go make a play and win the game on special teams rather than, okay, just don't screw it up. Cause yeah. just don't screw it up. Makes you screw it up. Yeah. We've got ample evidence. Yeah. I mean, I just watched the Sunday night bears game the other day. I completely wiped from my mind, Patrick Taylor running over on the left side and basically batting the ball out of bounds and giving the Packers the ball at the five. Like, no, enough. No, I'm done. Yeah. I'm over. Like, I want guys who are going to want to be out there and want to make plays. Yeah. My thing about it is if you're playing, look, there, there is something to be said for that's your opportunity as a fringe roster guy. Sure. sure. Yeah. Make the most of your opportunity. But I think when you don't have your best players on the field mm. for a phase of the game, you're not going to get the best play out of that phase of the game. Totally agree. And I'm not advocating for like Devon, you know, Devon right. to be out on special right, teams, right. but you know, like if Amos, no, wants no, to get out there and I will start say, though, blocking. Like, now that Devontae you know, is on the Raiders, he can be on special teams all he wants. That's but you good. know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think there's an argument totally agree. for yes. you're capping yourself. Well, that was the thing, too. Like, last year, Lazard was like, I went up to Matt and said, I want to be on teams. And they were like, all right, let's go. But why did it take to the middle of the year right. and for, for the player to say – and for it. this player to advocate yeah. for it? Like, this is the mentality yeah. thing I'm talking I about. I do think there's – you you limit yourself in your ability to do anything if – the players on the field aren't your best players. Go play football. That's my thing. Yeah. And that's a phase of the game where you can win. Go play football. We're talking football. That's what we do here at Cheesehead TV. I'm talking with Perry Goldstein, <laughs> co-host of Pax, which she said, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend you do so. She and uh, Maggie Loney do the Lord's work for Packers fans each and every week. Maggie's even better. So. Oh, stop. She is. You're both phenomenal. You're both fantastic. Make sure you check it out. Perry, can't thank you enough for hanging out and talking football. First inaugural 
person-to-person chat in the podcast room here at TSET TV ever. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.